Welcome to Fruitbox, Fruitnet's series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Every week, I talk down the line from here in London with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. My aim is that these 15-minute conversations twice a week give you the very best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Today on Fruitbox, I want to return to the theme of how fresh produce companies stay agile and how they cope with adversity. It's a topic that's featured a lot in recent weeks, and I make no apology for returning to it again today. It seems to me that solutions in the face of adversity give a lot of ideas to people who listen in. They're inspiring and they help. You'll remember a few weeks ago in episode 11 that I talked to Tony Reynolds of Reynolds Catering Services. If you haven't listened to our conversation, then do go check it out. Tony told me how he lost as much as 85% of his £250 million business in the matter of 24 to 48 hours when the government here in Britain ordered the shutdown of much of the food service sector that his business depends upon. Remarkably, Tony took it on the chin, thought through the problem, and his business has bounced back from enormous and quite sudden adversity. It's due almost entirely to business decisions he took in a very few short moments, and how now he thinks his business is probably stronger and better able to face the future. No surprise that it's been one of the episodes that's been listened to most here on Fruitbox. Today, I'd like to look at the same issue from another angle, from another part of the world, from India, in fact, and to hear how a fresh fruit and vegetable supplier who's servicing customers in Europe as well as in India has faced up to the challenges suddenly thrown at him. How has he coped? How has his business fared? Today on Fruitbox, I'm pleased to be joined down the line from his office in Mumbai by Kaushal Kakar, the CEO of a company called KB Exports. Kaushal, Hi, welcome to Fruitbox. Thank you, Chris, for having me here. Now, by way of introduction, tell us something about KB. You're a grower shipper based not far from Mumbai in India, and you supply a range of fresh vegetables and fruit to customers in India and abroad. Tell us some more. That's right, Chris. So we are uh, India's largest air freight exporter of fruits and vegetables to Europe. Uh, We also ship to other parts of the world, but Europe and especially UK is our mainstay. Uh, We work with all the big retailers and uh, also serve the wholesale markets in UK. Uh, Some of the products we do, mango is one of the biggest, pomegranates. And then on the vegetables, we are uh, doing baby corn, okra, green chilies, and some ethnic Indian vegetables. Now, uh, in in your country on the 24th of March, um, just a few weeks ago, and with only a few hours notice, the government uh, shut down the entire country. So some 1.3 billion people were told at 8 p.m. that their country was locking down at midnight and they had four hours to go and organize themselves. What went through your mind at that moment, Kasha? Uh, Honestly, we were expecting something on these lines. Uh, It had already happened uh, in some other parts of the world and we knew this is the path that India will have to take. The public health infrastructure wasn't really geared up to manage a problem so i think the best way was to avoid the problem as much as one can and uh, we had already seen uh, airlines hike up their freight rates and a lot of stressful time at that time so the primary thought process at that time was more about survival just taking each day as it comes and uh, we didn't really think much as to what's in for the future 
uh, though we did realize that the first three weeks of lockdown announcement is just uh, a small trailer and we might end up with a much longer lockdown and that's what we have been proven to be true and as you've explained your business relies on air freight to supply that range of products you talk about baby corn okra chilies and other fresh vegetables as well as mangoes to customers in europe and yet all flights as you said were stopped just like that what what did you do uh, so some cargo the other continues to travel with the freighters and the cargo flights a lot of airline uh, gradually did bring in ferry flights uh, which are essentially passenger aircrafts which carry only cargo so uh, business did continue but for the first one week it was completely stopped and gradually solutions started coming in place uh, unfortunately like uh, certain african countries uh, like kenya which have a good freighter network and a large part of their business is driven by freighters india relies on passenger belly capacity as a primary means for shipping cargo so india really took the hit very very hard uh, there wasn't enough solutions available like they were already available elsewhere uh, and it took us quite a few weeks and even months uh, before we could actually start shipping in the volumes that the customers needed us to and there are many passenger flights between europe and and india between the uk and india especially that's true so so many that it has been a big advantage for india indian air freight is in the nature of around 90 or 90 pence to a pound a kilo or even lesser uh, for most times of the year and uh, that's generally quite competitive for uh, a distance of 9 hours uh, and that's because there was a good surplus capacity available with the aircrafts unfortunately that big advantage turned out to be a disadvantage as soon as the flight stopped so we had nowhere to go and uh, we had to rely on these passenger uh, cargo converted aircraft to give us some solutions now we're talking here now uh, in the middle of may kashal what's the situation as far as the passenger flights to india are concerned now are they still all stopped so yes uh, complete air travel ban domestic and international till the 31st of may which is the new date for the lockdown closure we don't know if it will extend but there's a good feeling that uh, good steps have been taken by india and reasonable control is in place so while we are not out of the problem but i guess uh, we have to live with the problem for some time and uh, gradually the government is relaxing a lot of economic activities even during this lockdown period mm. now we all know those of us who love mangoes that uh, it's about this time of year uh, that the mango season starts and india of course produces the alfonso mango which you can only find in india and it's loved by me and in fact by people everywhere and you're a leading exporter of it so what what did you do then so our mango business has uh, significantly reduced uh, during this time of the year uh, our us mango which was the largest program that we operated has completely stopped because uh, the usda operates a pre clearance program where a usda inspector comes to india and clears the shipment before they fly so doesn't look like that us travel will happen in india which means the no no export happening uh in the uk uh, there is a hot water treatment that we operate uh and because the air freight has almost tripled sometimes even quadrupled uh the price points in uk have gone quite high so which is why the demand has shrunk by half uh and understandably so with mangoes already being air flown and expensive a double price does cause a pinch however that we are shipping half the volume of last year is still uh, quite surprising for us we didn't expect to have this much business when the lockdown was announced two months back and and you're managing to to make money uh, uh, doing this too 
uh, we can say that yes i think uh, tough times so it kind of has caused some consolidation in the industry there aren't too many smaller players who are now able to operate with this tough times what that has led to is a bit of uh, improvement of margins uh, lesser number of players now operating in the market and the ticket size of each transaction is very high the air freight has uh, caused that uh, doubling and tripling of the value so the margin on a percentage basis is slightly better mm. and you've also set up a, a home delivery service haven't you called mango first and the slogan on the box is premium indian mangoes at your doorstep now this is something you've targeted at local shoppers mostly in mumbai i believe how's that worked has it has it done well and are there plans to take it to other cities in fact like mine here in london uh so mango first is a venture very close to our heart uh, we were thinking about it for some time and uh, sometimes when you have a lot of idle time on your hand which we had during the lockdown we did uh, conjure up this venture uh so luckily food delivery has not been restricted by the government uh, though courier services are not allowed so the primary intent was couriering the uh, fruit boxes all over india and worldwide uh we are currently able to only do mumbai uh, and do local food deliveries out here uh and the response has been very strong and very positive uh it is really more a gifting solution rather than a just a mango selling platform uh and in that context we have found some very good uh, uh customers who are really appreciating the kind of effort we have put in on the packaging and on the quality mm-hmm. how does it work karshan if uh, i'm in mumbai and i want to buy mangoes from mango first and get them delivered to my door how how do i do that uh currently we have an offline platform that we are operating uh we haven't switched on the online module just because we are waiting for the courier services to resume post lockdown which is 1st of june and on international markets like london we are also trying to take some offline orders so we are having a lot of people that we initially distributed along with our regular business and people have found the contact numbers on the box and they are calling us now to place bulk orders either b2b or b2c and this is this is a, a call that they would make from here in london to you in in india is that right uh we also now have a uk number that is operational uh, we have a branch in uk which uh, operates our business so people in uk can call a uk number and uh, hopefully by next week uh, because uk already does have a courier service available during this lockdown period so by next week we are hoping to operationalize it so that people can make uh, payment using local currency okay and and that i can then go online and order my box of mangoes to be delivered to my door that's right uh, and and you mentioned about the fact of a kind of a period of enforced idleness that that allowed you to really focus on this uh, on this d- delivery business that you've been thinking about for some time uh, i guess without this crisis you you just wouldn't have been able to do that is is that the way is that is that a way of seeing it uh yes uh, generally mango season is the busiest time of the year we kind of do more than double the volume in the months of april may june than other times of the year uh, so invariably we are not able to do any new ventures uh, when the mango season is on mm-hmm. so however this time was different so yeah it finally took uh, some uh, shape uh, and form this time this year and 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 has the business been as you hoped it would uh, in the sense that you've been obviously thinking about this uh, idea for some time has it turned out to be as good as you hoped it would be or is it even in fact better than you expected and you'll continue it in a big way in future 
considering that it is purely a word of mouth uh, method of selling at the moment uh, we are quite surprised at the numbers we have clocked uh, quite positive in fact uh, but uh, going forward we do intend to use all the social media platforms in a more effective way so we had made a plan for it but we realized that the money we spend may not yield results because if we do get more orders we will not be able to serve them outside of mumbai anyway yeah so we have we have planned to go uh, all out for the coming season but but mumbai is a, is a pretty big market in its own right isn't it uh yes but uh, it is quite challenging to do food deliveries even with these restrictions mm-hmm. so we wouldn't want to do more than what uh, is essential uh, ultimately it does have some elements of uh, health risk so we thought it is more prudent to go strong next year yeah now you've mentioned about the the lockdown and uh, i think i'm right in saying that the government in india announced last weekend that the lockdown is now extended as you said a moment ago to the end of may what what does this mean for you more more difficulties more challenges and and what does it what what then happens next for for kb uh so uh, we are about one half to two third of our business volume at the moment uh, which is not bad at all uh, we started very slow but then uh, customers have realized that the higher air freight prices are the new normal and uh, it has kept us busy so my phone is obviously much more busier than usual because i can't travel out now but uh, it is now a new way of life so till the time there is a foolproof solution uh, we will continue to engage with this work from home and uh, also social distancing in the factories which reduces our capacity uh, so these are some of the challenges we have uh, taken on board but it's it's something that we got used to now and you you mentioned this word the new normal um do you, do you expect that this new normal is here to stay forever and a day or is it as it were just a the next normal until we get further change coming down the road uh going by the news reports we do feel there is some solution upcoming though it might take a few months or maybe years uh in the meanwhile yes we need to take this with a pinch of salt uh our turnover will probably drop uh we might have uh, more challenges on board but uh, i guess this is uh, something we need to deal with it's ultimately probably a year or two of uh, a bad patch in a long career so i guess it's still completely okay uh, it's better to have a safer healthier life than have any challenges yeah now you sound very sanguine about everything i must say uh, what are the biggest lessons for you from all of this has it changed your approach to to business and do you think you've got perhaps less appetite for risk or in fact perhaps more appetite for risk what what do you take away from all of this uh it really depends on what way you look at it i think we as a business are a very conservative business uh we generally try for the best risk adjusted reward so we go for minimum risk but maximum reward and uh, hence we go for low hanging fruit businesses first uh we are able to match up to the specs of european union quite comfortably and all the restrictions around mrls are not a challenge for us so we have uh, chosen to be completely biased towards export markets and not done any work in the domestic space uh this episode has you know has forced us to rethink i think we need to be more uh, diversified uh, cannot depend too much on uh, just air freight driven export business uh so probably some more sea freight uh, fruit businesses that we might undertake because those have been more resilient to these uh, challenges mm-hmm. uh, and also i think mango is just a first step uh, we have a very high spec vegetable 
module uh, that we can activate also for the domestic market, uh, which is quite ripe for a very food safe offer. So the plan is to then carry forward the mango venture into uh, domestic uh, vegetable distribution also, though it could probably be more uh, mobile or uh, online platform driven uh, business. Mm. And you see good market potential in your own domestic market there in India, do you? Uh, yes, if it is done right, uh, then India has 1.3 billion people, so much bigger market than Europe put together. But uh, it has to be done uh, in the right way. I think uh, the Indian market is very non-forgiving. So if you get it wrong, it can uh, not give you the best results. So we were staying away from it only because we thought the export market had all the opportunities for us. But I think we will be cautious now, and we will want to definitely balance our business with both domestic and international. Mm. Well, that's really interesting. And, and I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today on Fruitbox. I was talking down the line to Kaushal Kakar of KB. Kaushal, thanks for your time. It's really nice to talk to you again. Thank you, Chris. I really enjoyed talking to you. Now, you can find today's conversation with Kaushal and the many others I'm having here at Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. They can also be found on all the major podcast platforms. Just search for the word Fruitbox. And you'll know that our audience continues to grow, and it's great that so many of you are listening in. If you want to feature in a future episode of Fruitbox, then why don't you get in touch with me? Drop me a line to my email at chris at fruitnet.com. Don't forget also to download our new magazine apps from the App Store uh, or from Google Play. Fresh Breeze Journal and Asia Fruit are now out, and we're working to get Eurofruit ready later this month. They're designed to work on your smartphone and tablet and have been developed by the same people behind The Economist and other magazines. So do take a look. I'm sure you'll like them. That was Fruitbox, and this is Chris White. Thank you again for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>